Uh, hi, I'm Zoe McEwen, Community Manager and Engagement Strategist, and welcome to the Community Champions podcast. Today I have a guest with me. I am chatting to somebody who I don't really know very well, which is always exciting, and we're just kind of going for this, so I'm going to learn at the same time. We, we've messaged, and um, I love that you took action. I want to talk a bit, a bit about that later, because I think there's something that my audience could learn in how you have made it to be on this podcast. And uh, I know that you have grown large Facebook groups. One, um, one Facebook group is enough. You've said like two, or yeah. I mean, I don't know how you manage. I, I have well, I have two, I have a free and a paid, but um, it's it's a lot managing uh, your all of your online spaces as well. So uh, yeah, we wanna find out how you did that, how you've grown your business, how it's developed. Yeah. And how it's kind of evolved to be what it is now, because I think you said you started back in like 2015 or something. So um, I should introduce you, Sarah Point and Ryan. Uh, do you want to just introduce yourself a little bit, Sarah? Of course. Bit? Yeah. Um, thank you for having me. First of all, it's really, really good to be here. And um, we don't know each other. And actually, that's one of the beauties of business, right, is we can connect, we can talk, we can have a good old chat and still do business and add value to people. So I'm really excited about this session. Um, I My name is Sarah Point and Ryan. I'm based in the UK. I'm in the Midlands, knocking about Northamptonshire. Um, and I'm a property investor by trade officially that's what I do where that's the space that I'm in um but yeah I started in property in 2015 and in 2017 I was getting lots of people uh, coming to me online mostly and saying how are you doing what you're doing what is it that you do can you help me to do what you do um and I thought you know what I either need to say no to people or I need to start charging for my time and so my education company my coaching business my mentoring sort of started around that sort of time um and since then since 2015 I've built um I've actually got three four free Facebook groups and I've got one paid for one all with slightly different topics and content but all leading back into investment property money and they're like my nerd topics so um I started my business from a place of desperation actually so like 2015 I was in about 60,000 pounds worth of debt um credit cards loans just really poor money choices along the way that led me to that point um and I I couldn't continue to live my life like that I had to do something different so um I made a decision to start a property company and um most people including me most people think you need to have money to invest and it isn't the case you can actually start investing with very little. And once I learned that and started to leverage that, um, other people wanted to know how I had done that. And so I now help other people to do that as well. So that's a little bit about me. Yeah. I mean, and that's using your own circumstances to create a business, which uh-huh. is like the best way to do it. And it your start was very similar. I, I had sort of before this job, I had a wedding planning job um, business. And then I got a lot more people saying, oh, how did you get into wedding planning than yeah. I did asking to plan weddings? So then I developed that into courses and training for people. So there's always what well, feels like there's always the next idea. But the thing is to kind of also keep yourself on track and not be, you know, I work with lots of people who want to set up lots of different Facebook groups. No, oh, I'll set up another one for this and another one for that. And I'll I'll do this and I'll grow this business. I've got this idea, you know, I've got lots of ideas. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it's just bringing it back to actually you can have lots of ideas, but 
the thing that people tend to be most interested in is you and your story. And that's kind of where it started. So you don't necessarily have a degree in this or um, a qualification in this, but you have real life experience and you can teach and show people what you did. And, yeah. from, and from your experience, this is how it worked for me. And I think I think that works better almost for people. Yeah, I think the um, I definitely don't have any qualifications in doing what I did. I did go to university and I did one of those degrees that qualified me for almost no jobs in the world. Um, and I've just definitely learned on the job throughout my career, the, all the different things that I do. Building my property investment company, I, I learned and I invested in mentors and coaches and education in my own space. And then because I believe in that, I believe in paying to shortcut to the quickest answer. I think that's just the way that I process. Um, other people were asking me lots of questions like, well, I actually think there's probably some sort of service in here that I could add some value um, and it would be a commercially viable move for me to do it. And so, yeah, that's how we monetize the stuff that's in my head. Um, and now, I mean, the coaching company now I'm, I'm, I own the coaching company, but we've got a, a team of coaches that have all their specialisms within our industry and we help people regardless of what they're doing to grow their companies. But it all started with just, documenting what I was doing online and starting to build a profile and um that took a lot of uh what's the word I had to be brave because at the time I didn't I, I didn't know what I was talking about like I was winging it completely <laughs> just like when you often you start from a place of like I've learned the hard way I've learned the hard way things weren't working you know or yeah. this this is something that I want to change in my life um and was that a story that you told people were you able to be vulnerable with that story and explain how you turned it around or did you just like go straight in with this is me and I'm got this great business yeah so I did eventually but I didn't straight away if I'm really honest I didn't um when I was in £60,000 worth of debt and really struggling to make the money work, um, I didn't come online and say, I'm in £60,000 of debt and I'm, I'm I'm trying really hard to make it all work. But I, it, I'm on the, it's possible that it might just all go wrong. I didn't tell anybody that bit. Um, but what I did do is as I was, so I started with, a. With, there's two business models in the property world that you can start without, you can make money from property that you don't own. Um, one is rent to rent, one is portfolio building. So I went really heavy into portfolio building and secondary into rent to rent. And what that meant was I was going out on a lot of viewings. I was going to see a lot of um, houses, lots of rundown houses. People are always really interested in that whole world. Mm -hmm. um, I was negotiating with investors. I was meeting contractors. I was doing the job every day. Um, and I just started to document that online. I started to, and I, I used Facebook predominantly. Instagram didn't really get into my world till much, much later on. Um, and I just started to share photographs and what I was up to. Today I've been on a viewing. This is what I found out. These are the questions that I need to go and discover. And I just literally documented, like it was like writing a diary every day of just what I'd been doing. And then it just evolved into people were following me and interested in what I had to say. And then I started to do a weekly live on Facebook and it was just literally a live Q&A where people could ask me questions and genuinely I was terrified the first time I, I did that nobody came on I was just speaking to an empty room and I think for me at the time I was like oh god do I just log off and actually delete it 
and then no one will ever know that I did it and no one came. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many times people say that to me. Should yeah. I the one where nobody what? No. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? No, if you're going to do this and you're going to commit to it, then you better just buckle up and just get on with it. So I started to do a weekly Q&A and I just would go live on the same day around the same time. And I would like fake questions that I'd been asked. So like I'd write a list of three questions and I'd say, someone's messaged me this question. So I thought I would answer it and I would do the three. And then if people came on, they then started to talk to me. And over the course of about a year, we ended up at a point where we had like 50, 60, 70 people on each one of those lives. And that I think made a massive difference to my whole, one, my confidence, two, my knowledge, because when people ask you questions, you then have to be able to learn the answers. So it helped me to, to direct the research that I was doing and the education that I was learning and so on. Um, and yeah, it all kind of kicked yeah. off from that. No, you're right. Absolutely. Because it is about putting yourself out there. Did you never, so at any point when you go on Facebook, a lot of people are like, well, lots of people are going to see this. Lots of people that I know are going to see this. Yep. And who am I? And who wants, you know, my friends don't want to see a load of stuff of me going around houses. Did you have any of that in your head? course I think we all have that right at the beginning Um, what I learned really early on is that in Facebook it allows you to create lists so you can segregate who can see what so for example I've got a lot of clients now who are um, have got families young children and they don't want to show photos of their young children to potential investors or potential property people and I say to them you've got to be visible you've got if you want to build communities you want to build audiences people need to know who you are and they say but I don't want them I don't want strangers to see photos of my children children fine build lists in Facebook and do it anyway right that's but you've got to take the action to do that bit don't let that be a barrier because you actually can hide all those things so you can post property stuff and you can select on the list post to everybody except family list so your family doesn't see all the property stuff my family don't enjoy the property stuff I mean now I just post it and I don't care but back then I just created the lists and I made sure that the stuff that I was posting that was like friend stuff, I selected and I didn't show that stuff to the investor side. And then the investor stuff that was relevant, I posted it. Now I just post to everybody. If you don't like yeah. it, unfollow me. <laughs> I agree. I was a bit like that in the beginning. And I do still use that because I friend request everybody who I, yeah, want to work, I, who I work with. I friend, So that keeps that gets them immediately into the work friends list. Yeah. Um, but I never really used Facebook socially and I still don't really. So people never knew me or found me. But I think at some point this comes down to you, us, we uh, like saying this is this is me. This is my job. This is my business. Like if I'm going to make it work, I need to be able to shout it from the rooftops. Yeah. If I'm a little bit holding back and a little bit scared and apologetic about it or, oh, I'm sorry if you're going to see this stuff or uncomfortable, it's going to be really hard to get it to work. Yeah. And it doesn't take long for you to put stuff out there. Maybe like a couple of weeks. I think a, two weeks is good for about just about everything in life. Two weeks. And then you're like, oh, actually, like nobody's reacted. Probably nobody's even seen it. It really yeah. doesn't matter. And actually, one of my friends might have a connection of a connection of a somebody. And that might become one of the best clients you've ever had because yeah. of those close connections. Yeah. I think the... um there's, there's two things on this. I definitely want to, everybody should hear these two things, right? One is that your other people's opinions are never going to pay your mortgage. 
So when you realize that, actually, other people's opinions and their judgment of me, their laughter at me, the way they talk about me behind the scenes, all those things, it's never actually going to pay my mortgage. I can't go to the bank and say, well, this person's opinion is what I'd like to pay my mortgage with. It's never going to happen. So why do we care so much? And I'm not saying that I don't care about other people's opinions. I absolutely do. I'm a human being. But I have that ability to say, well, okay, that's their opinion. Is it fair? Is it based on truth? Is what they're thinking about me based out of my own personal ego getting in the way of me like progressing or doing the thing? Usually it's your ego that gets in the way. It's not actually other people's opinions because the second thing is people don't care. We are not as important as we think we are. Other people don't care about you. They don't. They People are inherently going to do what works for them. And if they don't, like what you're posting they'll just unfollow you and that's fine no harm done you well they don't to... they're too lazy to unfollow exactly. you know <laughs> they genuinely are not gonna gonna react and if they do just block them that's the beauty of social media as well red button they're gone and then you just carry on your life and everyone's happy I think we attract the right kinds of people often um so there was some stuff um not that long ago where people like oh there's some terrible stuff online and I've been reading all today and I'm like I don't see it because I don't have those people in my world that are posting that kind of stuff that are posting the nasty uh memes and gifts about stuff I I don't see it because I've never clicked on their stuff before and I don't interact with it so it doesn't show for me and you have to remember there's an algorithm working so if you're seeing this stuff it's because you're clicking on it or you're seeing it or you're liking it or you're interacting with it or staying on it for a little while so I think again that's fine and and I think the worst that you get is people become passive and passive is fine you know if if eventually one day they suddenly go oh two years down the line I think I might need to oh that person and then they'll come back to you but uh, yeah I mean the whole point of this is that we want people to decide whether or not they want to work with us or not. And I think, you know, actually the the imposter syndrome, the fear, all of those things that happen to us all at some stage, right? I think everybody's attuned to asking the question of, gosh, what if it goes wrong? What if somebody laughs? What if somebody says a really negative thing? What if I'm saying the wrong thing? In my world, it's all around, like, there's a lot of compliance and there's a lot of, like, um, legislation. So what if I say something that actually then creates a major problem in my life? And I encourage my clients to say, just respond to that question with, well, what if it goes well? What if people love what I've got to say? What if actually my opinion is really valuable to somebody? What if I inspire somebody? What if I can motivate somebody? What if I can like get somebody to do something they wouldn't have done before? And every time you ask yourself, what if it goes wrong? Just ask yourself, but what if it goes right as well? And then weigh up the difference. I'm telling everybody that the what if it goes well is always more powerful than the what if it goes wrong. Always. Absolutely. And because you know clearly you're passionate about the wealth creation and that's kind of where the business has developed because you've seen you can help more people mm-hmm. with with the wealth creation and when when you feel that passion and you know you can help people the and this is like you've had that the thing that I always say to people is all you can do is be honest all you can do is say this is what I know this is what I've learned this is yeah. what I'm thinking this is what I feel this is my point of view on this yeah um and then they decide how they take it and receive it. Authentic version of you always. And if, like you say, if other people don't like it, they don't have to follow you. They don't have to keep hearing it. They can just unclick. Like we've all unfollowed people. We've all unfriended people. And, you know, there's some things I read on Facebook and I think, oh, 
no, I don't want this in my life. So you just remove it. And it doesn't mean that I think even any less of that person, if I met them in a room in real life, I'd probably get on with them really well. But that bit of content at that moment, I didn't enjoy it. And so I just deleted it. The beauty of that is that you start to attract people that are great for you and you get rid of all the people that are not great for you. And so actually what it's doing is streamlining your audience to be totally relevant and people that you inspire and you motivate and are good for you will stay following you because they're interested in what you've got to say. Totally. Totally agree. Um, I've started doing it more and more and more. I'm doing it more on ads as well. Facebook ads. I'm just like, why am, I, why am I not clicking on the, you know, click on the cross, Zoe, just click on the cross. It's okay. I don't want to say these things anymore. I don't want to see these things. I did a post about, you know, why do I just uh, delete emails I don't want? Because I can't take the 10 seconds it takes to unsubscribe. I can, and I'm going to start doing that more and more. And we need to work much more consciously in platforms like Facebook and blame the algorithm and other people a lot less because we can only control ourselves and oh. what we do and how we show up. Yeah, totally agree. So um, just before we, we end, your your Facebook group, does it feed into your paid services? Do you have paid groups? How yeah. does that work for you? Like what's the, they come yeah. in, like people call it a funnel, but how do they come in, find you? Where do you get them so out? I do, I've got a lot of free resources that I share online and it, we've got a quiz, we've got downloadables, we've got, I do a lot of lives. There's lots of different things. I also do a lot of public speaking at events and stuff like that. So whenever, depending who I'm speaking to, depending what area of the world I'm in, in terms of digital or online, we will give them a place to go. And usually what happens is they'll land on the landing page, they'll get their free resource. And at the point they have their free resource, they're then forwarded directly to the relevant group. And we say, join the Facebook group. And the Facebook group's great because as we get them into the Facebook group, again, this is something we're starting to do more and more of. We then capture, we might've got their email address for the free resource. We try and get the phone number as well, because then we can automate WhatsApp messages, sequences, or we can automate um, a phone call from a team or a text or something like that. So we then use, um, we use a tool called Group Funnel so it's all again someone joins the facebook group we click the button and it automates over to google sheets that then automatically puts them into our database and crm system and that automatically triggers a nurture sequence to be able to find out how we can help them so the facebook groups are really important for that bit in terms of building our database mm. but then in terms of the content so we put content into there on a regular basis and that allows us to build relationship authority credibility trust all those things as well yeah no perfect um a lot more people are using whatsapp for their businesses now yeah um, it, it yeah it's working much i've got from active campaign you can whatsapp if, if you use active campaign mm. um you can whatsapp people and i think you do get a better response on um whatsapp so we yeah that's something they reckon, uh, I was talking to a consultant that like builds what um whatsapp sequences the last week and whereas like email opens is kind of 20-ish percent something like that um actually whatsapp opens are like 85 percent and mm. often higher um just to send them the same link and actually it, you know those little things it doesn't cost a huge amount to have I think emails um I, like you say I just bulk delete loads of emails now I don't read a lot of marketing emails um but I would never not read a whatsapp I would absolutely yeah. read WhatsApp. so yeah no I do think whatsapp I think you're right to bring that up I think whatsapp is a bit of a future for 
for businesses and just another way to communicate and finding mm-hmm. all of these are just finding the way in which that person wants to communicate with you yeah. and giving them all that option if you want to communicate with me on email or instagram yep. or but you know we we don't need to do all of them at once you know just start your facebook group get that mm-hmm. that established yours is now like do you say 28000 yeah, so like my biggest group's got nearly 30,000 people in it. My, I've got another one that's got about 11,000, another one that's got 8,000. And then we've got our paid for client group as well. So, you know, we've, I've worked, there's thousands and thousands of hours and man hours have gone into making that happen. Um, so now it's a little bit more, it kind of grows itself. Like we get like 150 group requests almost every week um if not more and actually that's facebook doing a lot of that work now because we've built it um but right back at the beginning so people listening to this and might think well that's all right for you because you've got like 160,000 people but i didn't at one point i had an empty group at one point i had just nobody just me talking to an empty room and it was through recommendation and just making sure i told people about it sharing it on my feed and being shamelessly okay at plugging it everywhere that just naturally built it and putting good value into it if you add value to people they'll talk about it even if they don't tell you they find it great they'll tell other people they find it great yeah and referrals are a really good way of growing a business and you don't need a huge um group and you don't need a huge presence you need to find the right groups and the right people and be having conversations and putting that time and effort in really quickly people will be like oh the person you want is Sarah you know if you want something about property if you want something about wealth it's Sarah she you know and and that really helps because then that and that's free you know that's great um the thing that I want to just end on which is uh not related but is related which where we started is that you just messaged me out of the blue and said I don't know. Uh, I don't, did you just see me on Facebook? So I saw somebody else post. Has anyone got, does anyone know anyone that's running a business podcast? And then there was loads of people tagged, probably about 50 different people tagged. And I, I run a system called Dream 100, which is like a Russell Brunson thing. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, and I, so I'm always running a Dream 100 for podcasts, for events that I want to speak speak at for clients that I want to work with um I've got dream 100 for every kind of category so on my dream 100 I just took all of those names all of the links to their Facebook and all of their email addresses I found out all of the names of their podcasts put them all into my dream 100 and then messaged all of them on Monday morning and out of that activity I've booked like five podcasts exactly that was only like 30 like 50 hours ago it wasn't that long ago no you just messaged me I don't I don't know who you are in a good way you know people tend to think that that kind of cold messaging sometimes isn't uh isn't what people want but actually if you do it in the right way and it's completely genuine it was brilliant and I loved that you just took action and we got it booked and we've just done it today that is one of my biggest lessons and takeaways for myself for everybody else just you have to put yourself out there I would never have I might have eventually found you, Sarah, because yeah. I actually do love property and investing. Um, and uh, perhaps we need to connect about that separately. Um, but I, you know, potentially wouldn't have found you, but you put yourself out there and we connected and it worked. And now, you know, this is another place for you to be visible. Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to do. You did not get the business you've got without putting in those hours. No. And, that's- and I think that... Um- 
the taking action is really important. And I think sometimes in the online space, it's a bit cheesy. People say, take action. You've got to take action to get success. And you do have to take action, but you have to take action that's purposeful, like with an intention. So just connecting with a thousand people is pointless unless you're planning to do something with those thousand people at the moment i'm i've got a book going live on amazon in september so i want to speak to as many people as i possibly can so people start to recognize that name connect with me my audience grows then when i launch my book hopefully i'll go to number one right that's where i'm at right now so by me just saying this is what i do this is what i'm trying to do i said to you i've written a book it's launching here i really want to speak to as many people as i can if your audience is relevant i'd love to talk to you that just very simple get to the point message is, I think, oh, I don't, I think people over, over complicate things. Well, if they think about it for too long as well, yeah. don't they? they send, think about it. send the short text, send the three line email. You don't have to send war and peace. You can just say, I'm thinking about how I could work with you. Can you tell me? Like, if you send me a big email like this, I probably am not going to read it. Whereas if you send me a three line email saying, I'd love to know how to work with you you'll get an immediate response because I can process that so just I agree short and simple to the point the honest truth what do you want tell me let's just get it out there let's just cut to the chase yeah or no that's absolutely fine and move on um, but a lot of people just wait they do they, they have too long sort of waiting I'm not I'm not known enough I'm not big enough I've never done it before what if they say no all of those things going around in their head and actually it's the it's the people that do this but also what you've done is you still doing it so you have big groups you have big Facebook groups you've got lots of presence lots going on you've grown this business you're now doing the wealth you've got lots of other people going on but you are still messaging people and trying to get on podcasts and, and it's, 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 how it works. it's not a VA doing it it's not one of my team doing it I'm still contributing to that yes they also do all of their jobs but I also do it because I want to be at the coal face doing as much as I can because I like it and I enjoy it. Um, and I can do that from a sunbed in the Maldives. I can do that from the office. It doesn't matter where I am. Um, I can build audience and with audience comes being able to add value and adding value is where the money is. Absolutely. Yeah. If you've got no audience, it's, it's near impossible, but it's that longevity of just keeping yourself going pushing, pushing, pushing. I still need a bigger audience. I still need to reach more people. I've still got goals. I've still got things I want to achieve. And only you can drive that forward and make that happen. Nobody else is going to do it for you. Uh, so I think, yeah, that's a really important lesson. Um, I will take some links from you, Sarah, to add. What is, yeah. is that the name of your group? Is it mainly Facebook? People should find you? Yes. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I am Sarah Poynton on both of those platforms. Um, that is really easy to find me pointing with a Y uh, I'll send you the links as well. Um, and on when you come to either of those, my group links and everything are on those platforms. So you'll be able to find me. Yeah, I did. And you're really, really present, which is nice. You know, it, you feel like you're actually talking to you and sometimes people get big groups and get busy with their business and forget that actually people still want contact yeah. connection from the real person totally. and when you forget that I think that's when you can lose that with your business can kind of drift from you so uh thank you I'm really grateful you got in touch really thank you for having me thank you very much 